live and recovering from not sitting in fancy seats, which was its own ordeal. And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. But at least it wasn't windy. Sounds cold. True. Ish. True. Why? I know you were looking forward to being in the fancy seats, Mark. Why? Why weren't you in the fancy seats? Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> when the tickets went on sale, I immediately tried contacting a ticket rep about moving my seats from 112, which is where I normally sit, to the club section. It's not it's 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 like one from a class perspective, it's one step below the private box. And I think physically it's actually one floor below the private box. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, mostly so that when the wife and I go to the match in February, in case that it turns into a blizzard, we could be close to not only shelter, but heat. Uh, I finally got a hold of a ticket rep. I agreed to pay for the upgrades and I received my ticket. Singular. I found out I only had one ticket two hours before kickoff as we are getting in the car and I'm like, holy shit. Why don't I only have one? So there was a obviously communication failure between myself and the ticket rep. I thought I was implying more than one ticket and when they said I've upgraded your seat, it clearly states in singular that it's seat, not seats. Mm. And I never caught that. Um, the ticket rep, super apologetic, uh, but managed to sort me out with a pair of tickets. So I had my seats for two, section 215. So I sat in my front row seats of 112 instead. And that's how I ended up there. It was, I, I was mostly freaking out of the fact that I only had one ticket and the wife and I are heading to the stadium with literally one ticket. <laughs> um, but we did go for- I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Mary would have been happy to wait outside for you. <laughs> she, she already- Call me when said, it's over, dear. She basically said, I can pick you up after the match. It's not a big deal. Um, and Which was nice, but the options that they gave me were- um, I can sell you a general admission ticket to the club to that the club lounge area, except there's no seat because the seats are sold out. There's no pair available anywhere. So there was only mm. one ticket. Um, that was option one. Option two was you can keep that ticket. I can get you another ticket somewhere else or I can give you a pair together somewhere else. So took the pairs together somewhere else. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I, I will say, that, though, that it got solved. It was the best possible outcome two hours before kickoff, which was yep. panic-inducing. But, like, yeah. full marks, full marks to Forge Ticket Team for, like, James, you know you know who you are. I don't <laughs> think he listens. But, I don't think so. But, you know, full marks. He's too busy being engaged. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. He doesn't. He doesn't listen anyway. No, he, he, no. Why would he? But my point <laughs> is, is that he, he sorted me out. Got to see the game. I wish he could. Got to be on TV. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, yes. that was that was a that was a 
that was a side effect of it. <laughs> but uh, the one thing I did realize that I normally wear a Tilly hat to games just because, and I've been yep. wearing them to winter games. Uh, but I didn't think to wear, I never thought to bring it. Cause like, why would you bring one in February market? There's no rain or nothing. And I realized that when I got to the, when I was sitting in the front, it's like, Oh yeah, we're, I, I'm wearing the wrong hat. So I ended up taking it off because it didn't fit. And I was worried that it would get knocked off. So I, I was worried the reason part of, well, there's a small part reason where I, one of the small reasons why I wear the hat so that I can identify myself on television. Then I found out that wasn't going to be a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A whole bunch so of me on your screens. Suck it. Yeah. It, it sounds like you're, you're rusty at this whole going to a game thing. I know. So this, right? this is like preseason for you. You know, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I did not no. stretch for shit. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, that being said, there's in a very strange spot, a really nice handmade chicken tenders place, not far from the stadium. And we we had these fantastic chicken fingers, and they have they have a chicken sandwich on a potato roll, which we Ooh. didn't see until afterwards. So we're, now we're totally going back. But um, if you have to go to a forge game, get there early. It's literally probably it's probably like a ten minute walk from the stadium, and it's the it's at a plaza. You would never ever like you could drive by it a hundred times and go never notice it's there. But outstanding fucking chicken fingers. <laughs> What's the name of the place, Mark? I wish Give I could remember. Give me a moment. I will tell okay. you. I'm going to do the intro <laughs> while Mark the looks intro, up the place. And when you get right. to me, I can blurt it out. There you go. Beautiful. Well, let's do the intro. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast has decided not to campaign for a position on the CSA board. Because then we just have to turn around and resign anyway. Because that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the trendy thing to do right now. So Solidarity. You know on this week's show we do get into some can sock drama both csa level and campiel level hmm. look on. back at last week's ccc blah 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 results uh discuss the can xnt squad for the upcoming women's gold cup look ahead to some matches and more now this week's panel he choo choo chooses to be here welcome to duncan fletcher Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Happy Carl Valentine's Day to everyone who celebrates. Hey, Duncan, I love you so much. Seriously. Thank you. Uh, mm. Asking the eternal question, will Loom be mine? Say hello to Mark Hinckley. That is really fucking good, Kristen. I, not to say that they're normally not, but holy shit, that's fantastic. <laughs> that is so I'm, good. I am particularly proud of that, that one. You should <laughs> be. You should be. That is, that is fantastic. And, and Kristen, if you ever come down to, to, to you know, one fourth of all of your favorite Campiello teams for a game, yeah. I will take you to Golden Tenders <gasps> on uh, 1150 King Street East in Hamilton. So, and we can It does sound, indeed sound like the tenders are golden. So, they were so good. They were and so a good. Potato bun, you say? Potato roll, yo. Like, I gotta admit, I'm pretty intrigued. That's by, fancy by fucking that. living. Right. That's... Golden tenders fill your guts. Eh? <laughs> but, they need to work on that slightly, but you know, there, there's a, a little uh, bit, there's, yeah. There's a very <laughs> obvious sort of marketing slogan uh, where to go here. I mean, I don't know where you're seeing the fill your guts part. It's like I see farm to table fried chicken, but yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> 
you, you could be right too. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it for a second. Duncan's an expert at subtext, so he's oh, just reading truth. between the lines, Mark. Truth. I, I apologize for even questioning it. Even though I'm not good at singing. Even though Tony can't join us this week, we Again. never take him for granted because Again. he rocks. Oh, 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 hey, oh, hey, I see what you did there. Thank you. Hey. Uh, as for me, I care at Stop Thinking About You. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. Hang them all in the Louvre. Yeah. Just do it. Just hang them all in the Louvre. I'm really proud of all of them. I you really should am. be. <laughs> fabulous. Including the one that I stole from The Simpsons. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's, nobody is at least here anyway, is calling you out on that. And Oh, I hope everyone's appreciating that. Yeah, and stealing that's, from that's, the Simpsons. That's a, that's a is, classic. That's iconic. That's that's stealing from the Simpsons' is law right now, so it's okay. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, first up, it is, of course, what's been happening, and we are going to dive straight into some recap of good old C-Cubed. I don't know what to call this tournament anymore. Like, it's the Conca... Conca calf champion, Conca champ, Conca mama said knock you out. Like I don't know, can't I miss mm-hmm. the CCL? Mama the says CCL just just. That's, that's, the, the, oh, there we go. That's right that's there. Better. There we go. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate no that, Mark. Uh, now forever renamed. Mama said conk you out. Love it. Um, so kind of a you know the opening round, depending on who you cheer for. Um, had some excitement, had some drama, but what was interesting other than some match results was that um like some local match results uh only one home side managed to win in the uh opening spate of matches um everybody else either drew or lost and uh most of it was there was a lot of losing um actually everybody lost except for uh, Vancouver and Tigrace, which of course drew. Uh, so the winning, the winning club for last week was uh, uh, Real Estelle, two the, one over the realist, the realist of the Estelles. No I, I, Estelles I, here. Whenever I see their name, I'm taken back to the Yorkies days when we would, I would do fake badges and logos, <laughs> yes. and, and I just took the logo from the real world and just changed the word, you know, Estelle. And oh that was the logo for Real Estelle. I remember, oh, like, I forgot. Oh, whenever yes. I see Motagua, I remember putting the eagle from the, um, from yep. the Muppets and just Motagua yep. underneath. Because it, like, it looked like him. It looked like it him. It was so him. perfect. I, Sam I hated, the eagle. Like, it was amazing. I hated the fact that we so many of those, I still like, I'm, it's bad when you're reminded of your own joke. I feel like that's kind of a little, uh, it's a little, little cringe, but. I'm so proud of yeah. him. So proud. Yeah, you you should be. Um so yes. Um Monterey beat up on Comunicaciones. Uh Toluca won over Herediano. And now let's talk about the two Canadian teams. Let's let's just get the Hamilton one out of the way. Um that did not go the way I thought it was going to. Um I honestly thought uh i really did i really did think they would get a result out of that match i i was i was being genuine last week when i predicted the i I predicted a win didn't i i did um but i honestly felt that i thought that they would have like the wind in their sails and go down to mexico and then get destroyed um which i did not 
Which is the way it should be. I know. It's just the way of things. I did not expect uh, that bratty child to have such a good match. Um, yeah. Because he is what? He's still like, he's still a child, isn't he? A minute, maybe two minutes old. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kid Cal, fuck you and your Kate Mr. Cal, Noodles hair. Honestly. <laughs> Mr. Noodles hair. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so good. I, I, I didn't, this is not, I did not come up with it. A very clever 13 year old did. And, um, uh, he unfortunately said it as Cade Cal was being s- subbed off the pitch. I'm like, Oh my God, we should have been calling that all game because it's perfect and it's accurate. And if you saw his hair and I say, Mr. Noodles, it, it just, it just comes together naturally. It just, it's right there, but Holy shit. Also, I didn't realize, I must have either forgotten or just didn't know that he was playing for them. So when they announced Cade Cowell scored, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> now Zane needs all the goal scoring it could possibly but get. What the fuck? I, rem- I, re- I remember that he was playing for them. I just didn't think he was going to play for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I knew he'd been signed. Like, it was pretty soon. It was whatever, like a month ago or something. But... I was like, oh, okay, you know, but he won't play in this. Like, it's too soon or whatever. He's not. But, oh, no, there there he is, and there he is being annoying and causing havoc and making Hamilton fans' lives miserable. It's great. Yay. He's so annoying. Remember when he played in MLS and we hated him then, too? Yeah, it's great. Well, I mostly hate him because of his name. Um, I feel like this league is littered with <laughs> if you grew up in suburbia, and it's just like <laughs> the names give it away, guys. Your parents did it to it's, you. It's um, such a white suburban name. Oh my it god, really that is so is. fucking suburban. Yeah, there's, and there's a ton yeah. of them. You could just literally pick. I can honestly say I don't think Toronto really has any, at least that are on the main roster. We've drafted a few, but like every team's got one, one or two suburban as fuck sounding names. Cade fucking Cal, please, please. Anyway, yeah, that, anyway. that the, the game was like, what's funny is, is that basically everyone I'd spoken to, including you guys, yeah, felt that it was a result was plausible and possible. And I was the one that was the most pessimistic. Um, true. Of, and, and, and I've just said two like two new loss. Um, I, but they did the thing I did. I wanted them to do, which was play well and don't, don't, be embarrassed. Don't get destroyed off the park. Um, that uh, that goal uh, from uh, uh, Borja Sotarian Campbell was art. Oh, that Fucking was man. like that was, that was that was that was lovely. That was European Champions League that caliber. Jesus, like just everything about it was the curl was perfect. The weight was perfect. Taren, I could have scored that fucking goal. And you know, if anybody knows how bad I would be at football, all I have to do is just put my foot out and it would just redirect into that. Holy shit. On a platter. Man, and like just fantastic. And like that made it one all. Like that I was know. there was hope. It was like, it was, here we go. Like, like we we could taste it. And and I don't know how apparent it came across on the television, but Forge fans were outnumbered. Uh, oh my gods, were you ever? It was it so was, weird. It was, it was so weird. I don't, I, both matches. Okay, I'm sorry, but who fucking knew? Okay, like, so 
Honestly, where are they all? Where did they all come from? Honestly, what? You don't think there's immigrants in like Ontario or? No, of oh, course, I, but I just, I just, yeah, I feel. Look, I don't we, remember seeing this, and maybe I just like tuned it out because it's been a while since we've had good CCL stuff at BMO Field. I just. Like I, I just I was I was I, unexpected like like at Starlight at, at at the at the donut box like I think the difference between between when TFC was in Champions League uh, like 15 years ago it feels like um, <laughs> everybody who had tickets like season tickets went to that game so all the seats that were available would be like really random dots or like the away section. Right, far away so, from us. So, yeah, you can't con like you can't congregate, and there certainly wasn't enough of them to, shall we say, bully out the home support. Forge gets five thousand people a game when the weather's nice. Yeah, this is February, they get five thousand a game on a Saturday. This was a this was a Wednesday, this, or Tuesday. I can't remember what fucking day it was. It was wonderful anyway, but like it's not. Like to me, it's it's the difference between expectation of weather. Do I really want to sit out in this culture of supporting football, and just like like the religion of football? Because I don't think we're going to be at a time and place yet where where Forge can go say to you know play in the south of France, and every Canadian who lived anywhere near Hamilton is going to show up for the game. Like that's not a thing. It's just not a thing. Um, and I, what I feel is, is that I think a lot of Hamilton supporters couldn't possibly wrap their head around the idea that they could have been outnumbered, and mm -hmm. then it happened. Uh, but the one thing I will say that I found particularly funny was, uh, like you could see banners. There were banners everywhere. Um, everywhere. Like what I the one thing I thought was pretty funny was there was a there was a Chivas banner from Kataro uh, or Kataro who have a, cl a club in Liga MX. Um, I leaned over to uh, Alan Gorman. Uh, is he a friend of the show? He'd never been on it, fucker. Um, I said, remind me if we ever do away days like internationals where we have to cross the board to go to it, we need to get. Um, forge flags like color like forge colored flags that say calgary on it ottawa <laughs> just to piss them off i think that would be really fucking funny who the fuck supports forge in calgary it's like nobody <laughs> nobody but if but if but if there could be a, a Quartero fucking cheapest flag there could be a calgary <laughs> forge one absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, I, I love this idea. I yeah. absolutely love yeah, this, this idea. Is, this, is, this is my contribution to uh, sh you know, shithousery. It's shithousery. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, so, like the first you know, half. Just get a, like, an actual like Ottawa flag or Calgary flag. Do whatever the, the actual flag of those cities is. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? <laughs> but get that and just give it right forge like, on it very obnoxiously. Gonna do it uh, yeah, that way. Actually, the, that's uh, pretty funny, too. Like, the, the laziest possible flag. Yeah. Civic flag of Ottawa, just forged, poorly scrawled. <laughs> with a, with, yeah. with a thick, thick nib sharpie. Just that's it. <laughs> 
God, I want that to happen now. <laughs> if I put in a flag or know that that's happening. That's what's happening. Excellent. Um, so the first half, though, was honestly, you know, not not too shabby. Like they also, you know, uh, Hamilton having to deal with an injury, like pretty much right off the jump. That was unfortunate. Um, it did mean, of course, Tristan Borges was on the pitch, so that was good. But um, it was, it, it was a little. It was more of a an even match early on, and then once once she was got kind of i think i think after that after the tying goal they were like yeah fuck these guys um let's just let's just let's just make this difficult and that goal right before half like that that was unfortunate yeah. that was uh, yes unfortunate's a good word for it and then yeah it seemed like Hamilton looked like a, a team that was just right at the start of its preseason Never mind yeah. in preseason, but right at the start of its preseason, which they are. So yeah, you know, it's I guess like they probably barely had any time. To we it. probably shouldn't have been as optimistic as we were uh last weekend, but uh yeah. Silver V. It's nice that uh Hamilton mentioned bring on a sub uh called Duncan. Uh you know, the the wife got a lot of enjoyment out of that, whatever his name was uh, mentioned on the commentary. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I told him to do that. Honestly, I was like, "It's like I know we're losing, but I have an idea." And they, 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 <laughs> it's 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 crazy how much influence I have, Dunk. I didn't even know I had it. I just it's, it is astonishing yeah. the level yeah. of your yeah. your influence. It really is. I'm so glad we have you. I try. Um, I will say, uh, I I I will say, uh, full marks to. Uh, uh, the child that was in net for Hamilton, Chris Colongo, um, did not seem super phased by the fact that he was going to have a potentially long night. Not a single one of those goals could be remotely attributed to being his fault. Um, he actually made a couple, like, really, holy shit, I can't believe he did that save. There was one where he was starting to dive to the to his uh, to his left, and he managed to get his foot low to the right when he realized it wasn't going to go yep. that way to ping it around the corner. I'm like, holy shit. Like that should have been, that should have been, that should have been another Shiva's goal. So um, yeah, well, well done to him. I, I really thought Forge looked good. Scoreline did not fully represent that. Uh, but to be fair, like Shiva's, Shiva's class was on display. Like when they move the ball, there's a, there's a oh, thing that, there's a, there's a thing that, me, that a lot of Mexican clubs do and I just I've I know it's I know I've seen it against TFC a few times, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it in any other time, uh, where they put the ball to like a center forward who has his back to the goal, but he's like five yards out, and then he just dinks it up like away from goal, and somebody just comes rocketing in, full blast, point blank. I'm like, oh Jesus, how does this happen? And I feel every like time. every club does this in Mexico and it fucking scares them. It's it's a it's a me. distinctive thing. Yeah, it's 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 one of those, you know, it's one of those things. This is this is how this is done here. And like, you know, like, they all learn it from each other and they all do it and they all do it well and it's annoying. Kindergarten's such a different experience from country to country, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus. They just all know to do that. Like 
and and I like jokes aside, just it it's as soon as I see it, like it's it, this is also the my lack of tactical um we'll say football intelligence is that I don't see it until it's way fucking too late. <laughs> like it's it's like that it's like chess when you're playing against somebody who who all they move a bishop and all of a sudden you're check. I'm like, Jesus Christ, has this been there the entire time? It's like that. <laughs> it's that feeling of they've been sitting on that move for fucking 20 minutes and you did not notice and it hurts so bad. And then you lose your queen. So like, it's just, come <laughs> like, on. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it's, they, they, I get while the scoreline does not reflect how badly Forge played, they did afford themselves quite well. But that final third is really where the golf existed. And all, oh, and, yes. And even Mary pointed out that, um, when it, like at least for the first half, as, 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 as Hamilton were pushing forward, as soon as the ball got moved, two Shiva's players would surround whoever's got the ball. And I'm like, wow, high pressure tactics against us. I felt very, I felt honored. <laughs> like, Oh, you guys are scared of us. That's so nice. <laughs> You're taking us seriously. You guys, you guys. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't get you anything. <laughs> yeah. we. Didn't, I know you, maybe you saw the tape of what, you know, the game we had against Cruz Azul. You flatter us. Honestly, it was, it was, we're a different team, but thank you. Spectacular. Indeed. All right. Well, to uh, so they uh, they play later on tonight, uh, day of recording, uh, which we will discuss towards the end of the show uh, with a very large hole to dig themselves out of. It's incredibly unlikely, but again, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, on a slightly brighter note for fans of the Vancouver Whitecaps, um, only slightly. It would be a very bright note if not for that just stunning free kick, dear gods. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Whitecaps escape, I guess, uh, or come away with uh, a one-all draw against uh, Tigres. And what was, quite frankly, a pretty good game. Um, and again, hilarious to watch the crowds at Starlight, um, which were overwhelmingly Tigres fans. Um, and they were, but they were up for a party. It was great. Like it was fun to watch. I was, we were mess. I was messaging uh, one of our friends, Brenton, who was there. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, this is crazy, but everyone seemed to be having a good time. Like there seemed to be a lot of just, you know what? Cool. You're here. Might as well. Like go for it. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourselves. Um, more banners. I've never like, how did they, they just, they just like, Everyone gets banners. It was very impressive. I like to um, hope what what that game was all about was it was like Vancouver is technically the home side, sure. But how many people are really going to go from Vancouver all the way over to Victoria for this? Not that many. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that there's a whole bunch of Victoria people, um, you know, Aquaman fans who are like yeah, fuck the Whitecaps who just went all in on fucking T race and uh, you know maybe <laughs> bought themselves some kits headed themselves from Tigres banners, basically just as a fuck you to the white caps. That's my hope. There was only one Mexican there, just a whole bunch of islanders. 
uh, bunch of people from Victoria saying All fuck right. you to if, Vancouver. That's my any- hope. Pacific FC, Victoria people, whatever, listen to this podcast and this is true, send us a note. Even if it's not true, make something up and send us a note. Yeah, do it. Mr. Fishhead. Oh my God. Sorry, I'm going to yeah. digress really quickly. Digress Those away. Those of you, I, I have to because this is this is, this is is this has been elevated to an art form. Well, I've mentioned Mr. Fishhead several times on our show because they are the most frequent and consistent commenter uh, on our show posts on mm-hmm. the website. Um, so I know most of you probably just get it through however you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, whatever all the different things are. I don't. I no longer know. Um, if you go to our website, just yeah, just there's you don't have to really read anything because we don't really post much there except for the shows. But you'll see occasionally there's a comment under a show. Click on it. Yeah, it is the most epic, wonderful thing. Doesn't even matter which one. Although the last couple, seriously, um, we don't know who this person is. I dream of knowing who this person is. Uh, I want to buy them drinks or presents or whatever. I don't even know whatever they want. Um, you want to come on the show for real? Honestly, Tony, oh my god, seriously, here. there's a spot. If you if you want, you can you can disguise your voice. Oh, we don't care. We just I'll we just disguise your voice. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll yeah, like if you want to keep your identity, your secret identity, like by all means. But oh my goodness. Um. So it's yeah, if you reading. want to write an epic tale of quality of this reading. for us in the comments, just you know, no, no, no pressure, but like for real. Uh, for those of you awesome. who are listening and aren't Mr. Fishhead, and you're just like, hey, I, I want to go read a thing. Go <laughs> get the website. Go hit the website. Go look up any of the past shows and go read any the com- com- go just read go one read of his comments. comments. Uh, there's not that many comments. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Pl- I'm not gonna. I'm it's not gonna almost pretend, all him. I'm not gonna pretend like you gotta sift through like six or seven or a hundred. Nope. It's just him and fantastic. It is absolutely worth the clicks to scroll through. Pure poetry. It's just fantastic. It's hilarious. It's amazing. It's creative. I swear. It's not one of us. And if it oh, is, absolutely you- not. If it is, if it's if it's one of you three, and you haven't told me after all this time, That's, oh, I, there there will be a carrot thrown. There will be carrot delivery to your doorsteps. What, I swear. What, what a grift! I know that where all be. of you live. It's true. You kind of do. <laughs> I really, I actually do. I I literally know where all of you live. I get cards. Um, I know you do. Exactly. So anyway, they're fabulous. Please, please, please go give this person some love or at least just into just enjoy yourself and read some of the comments because they are fabulous. All right, back to the game. Um it really was an enjoyable match to watch. Um and I'm not a fan of the White Caps in any way shape or form. Um I I will quite frankly wanted them to lose. Um but I will give them full marks for the effort and for the manner in which they played. And the fact that we're not for one and offside goal and two, that fucking free kick by Gignac. Holy crap. If you have not seen this, this, this goal, go find it. It's stunning. After, you will just sit there with your jaw dropped and be like, and look, after you go and look at all the comments of Mr. Fishhead, right? Do yourself a favor and venture over to find that free kick. Stunning. Just, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, Mark, you've been on this whole genius, freaking amazing, and the holy fucking shit. amazing, uh, right? For, like, years you've been on about this as if... That's true. You know, as if he's, like, the, the greatest thing that Mexico has ever seen, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I've always been a little, eh, I, maybe, maybe. sure, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've but, gone yeah, this, that this far. this was pretty but, good. But, yeah, yeah, he's... he's He's too good for Liga MX. I don't, I don't, and I don't mean that as an insult to Liga MX, but the rate that he's been like killing it down there, maybe he doesn't want to come back. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's got dirt on every club owner in Europe, and they're like, no, we're not, we're not touching you. Um, but like, wow. And 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 I know the French are littered with with forwards these days, but really, not even a call to the training camp, like nothing. Maybe he's already said, I'm not coming back. But like, like he's, 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 it's not like he's young, but then again, then he steps up and he does that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you find room for a guy who does that. You always need the savvy vet on your team. Always. And this is this. Yeah. Anyway, that was like, I, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so that leaves, like I said, one, one, um, heading uh into mexico for vancouver so with faint hope in their hearts but again it is unlikely that they will escape we will talk about it more again at the bottom of the show um but that is where the canadian teams that have currently begun playing stand again we will talk about calgary next week because they don't play till next week so we're not going to talk about it until next week you'll be fine um and I guess we might mention some MLS teams, but then again, we might not. We have to talk about one already because Calgary's playing Orlando. So, um, but let's move on to something MLS related. Mm-hmm. And what might be my favorite story slash non-story of of the year, or for for some time, which is the mysterious. The mystery result, which is no longer a mystery, but for a while, the mystery result of TFC and the crew's friendly a few days ago, <laughs> that for some reason, by mutual, I don't, I don't even understand, like, what was it, by mutual agreement or by pre, what did, the, cannot share the results, hold on, I, I should have the quote right in front of me, and I don't, bad podcaster. Um, That's fine. Cannot share the results from today. Uh, due to a pre-decision, I don't know, some sort of apparently decision was a deal with Columbus. Why there was a deal about a preseason game, which wasn't even a real game. Why the results could not be revealed unless like, unless there had been like an absolute ass kicking, right? Or someone died during the match or like, seriously, like I was trying to figure out, I'm like, why? Why did like Bez and Bill Manning have a fist fight at center pitch? Like what happened? That this, advanced. You know, like what happened that this needed to be kept secret? Um, so like, you know, the crew were like putting highlights of the goals on their Instagram for their team. And then Tom Bogert, who is a, he, worked, he writes for the athletic, um, he seemed genuinely annoyed. He's like, he's like, I can't believe I actually have to do journalism for this, but per sources, you know, like let's, here's the, let's here's be, what happened. It's let's be two. fair. Let's, let's be fair. 
Black market football is the most delicious football. Am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they don't want you to know about it. That's the stuff you should know about. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, was, there wasn't there wasn't trades, Kristen. There was player trafficking. Hmm? Black market football <laughs> is the tastiest, most forbidden football. And fuck you, Columbus and Toronto, for keeping it from us. It was probably match of the year, for all we know. It was uh, so two, funny. Two right, two Gignac quality goals, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, though, uh, whipping boy for many TFC fans, Io Akinola got a goal, um, right. which I'm happy about because I'm a fan of Io Akinola's and I want good things for him. Yep. So go Io. I'm, I'm here for you. Let's do this this year. Um, and uh, Alonzo Cuejo, who we all love um so that's delightful um and i don't know who scored for columbus a bunch of other players um but yeah it was just it was just funny that you know they they cannot share the results due to an agreement with columbus like why why are we agreeing to this i don't understand i still don't i still don't understand um why but i don't know it's just I love this, you know, as much as MLS drives us nuts and it does, it's things like this that both like will drive you nuts, but also you just, you just have to laugh at the stupidness of this league. <laughs> like where else does this happen? Like, I mean, you just say, you know, we had a match between closed doors. Like, yeah, well, that's it. Wait, who gives it? Like, uh, the only thing I can figure is that there's there's like either a union thing or some kind of MLS deep, deep down on the note on the napkin that it was written that there's a rule that you can only have so many minutes of competition in, in preseason and this would exceed it. So it's not really a game, a wink, you know, like that kind of silly nonsense bullshit. But like, again, to your point, who gives a fuck? Like, on the one hand, oh, maybe they, maybe Toronto and Columbus get an extra game, and that's not fair. On the other hand, Toronto and Columbus just played an extra 120 minutes, according to the report, that other teams will not play this season. So, uh, who's the idiot now? Like, <laughs> like, like, if, like, I don't know. I don't know what Columbus is, you know, extracurricular activities look like outside of the league, but. They could be really tired, and this could be a thing that bites them in the ass later. I don't know. But who gives a fuck? If you want to play 58 fucking preseason games, go for it. You're going to be dead before game one. Anyway, black market football is the most delicious football. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) They're allowed to use all the drugs at halftime. A wink. All of them? Oh. Oh, yeah, all of them. Well then. Um. Anyway, it's just yeah. It's okay. Delightful. Scarf idea. Black market football is the tastiest. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, the notebook is getting so much work. Big, uh, yeah, it's like the half and half scarf. Just two question marks. Oh, that's, oh, good. Half and half. oh okay. that's fantastic oh my god that's question marks oh br- brilliant thank you we really do we really do need to get you that loom we really do 
Come on, people. Let's make it happen and have my wife regret that I even said it. um well you know we're not using my dining room as a studio anymore we could probably no just kidding it's on the record Um, you said it i I never finished the sentence looming Kristen's dining room i yes (laughs) oh Uh dear it's not like you have a cat to be you know messing around with all the wool and everything that's true that's true i currently am without a feline companion you are correct and that is likely to stay that way for a while so that's true that's fair i have i have i have i have i have i have no i have no reason not to have a loom where our studio once was it's true yeah i'll just put the table in my non-existent storage and we'll just set the loom up there it'll be fine I, I mean, I would happily volunteer sort of my basement and everything, but there's two cats. Your, it's, it's your, your spacious basement? Oh, yeah, you do have two cats, it's, don't you? It's never going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate the thought all the I same. Like, I, like, I like the built-in uh, out there for yourself, Duncan. That's good. That's yeah. good. You I would have a loom. But you, you, you are storing my furniture then. <laughs> that I have to move to make room for the loom. Sure. There we go. Keep it all in the family. Well, let's move on to some stuff that we're talking about. And we're just going to we're just going to dive right into some 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 juicy stuff. And that was a surprise tweet a couple of days ago. Um from a man beloved in Canadian soccer. Um who has been involved in, in multiple levels, uh, most notably in recent years, League One Ontario, League One Canada, um, also alleged covert seller of Sack the CSA t-shirts out of his truck at one point in time many years ago, uh, Dino Rossi, who was a member of the CSA's board of directors um, for the past several months and whom everyone assumed at one point would be making a run for the presidency of the CSA. And I think many fans welcomed that. I know we certainly did. Um, We like Dino um, put out startling tweet, some news Um, is how, is how it was titled. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I am going to read it to you right now because you you have to hear it in order to to get it. Um, can can well, you I do hear Dino Ross's voice, though, Kristen? I cannot and would not even attempt it. Um, mm. Well, I didn't expect Just to be sharing more the Italian accent. No, I will not. <laughs> well, uh, I know I'm no fun anymore. I get it. I, right. I, Duncan, I appreciate that you tried to get. Kristen you did to try, do, yeah. You did try. Try, try to get Kristen um, to do a racism, and that was nice. <laughs> that was fun. Well, I didn't expect to be sharing some more resignation news, but unfortunately, I must. I have notified the president of Canada Soccer that I have decided to resign from the role of director, which I was elected to in May 2023, with immediate effect. When I put my name forward to run for a seat on the Canada Soccer Board of Directors, I had a lot of ideas for what I can contribute to the organization and the sport. I've been genuinely inspired by CONCACAF's football first ethos, which guides everything the Confederation does from an operations and governance standpoint. And I sincerely wanted that philosophy to guide Canada Soccer as well. If you know anything about me, you know how passionate I am about Canadian soccer and especially our national teams. 
the opportunity to serve the CSA and the sport as a director, especially with the 2026 FIFA World Cup coming to Canada, felt like such an exciting opportunity at a pivotal time. Sadly, and for a multitude of reasons, it became apparent. <sighs> this is and this is this is this is the line that everybody's been talking about, and it's the one that we're all like, oh, what is happening? Um, it's become apparent that football doesn't come first at Canada soccer these days. Oh boy. <laughs> New suits. Uh, I found it exceedingly difficult to contribute in a manner that I found meaningful, impactful, and in service of the sport and those who play the game. Ultimately, when a situation isn't a good fit, it is better to move on. Um, anyway, just the rest of it is, you know, after consulting with family and friends and colleagues, best to move on, best wishes to former colleagues all, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll proudly continue as volunteer executive chairman of League One Ontario as they head into their 10th season. 10 years, you guys. They've been around as long as us. Fantastic. Um, And uh, I'm now also freed up to help out my colleagues at League One BC and League One Alberta from time to time. And even lend a hand with some League One Canada projects when asked. Um, A number of people, myself included, reached out to him just to, like, I just, I, all I did was be like, you okay? Like, yeah, right. And he seems, seems very at peace with the decision, Um, you know. He's, he's good with this with this decision to walk away had to be done um and that was it he didn't want to talk about it anymore which i which i which i get and i can i know he was being bombarded with messages and i think you know he just wants to take some time and then yeah get ready for league one ontario's season and that sort of thing but it's the it's the part about you know football not being the focus not being the priority that is so outrageous is so it's so low a priority that he felt he needed to walk away not even a year in it's just again to something if you're if you are part of canadian soccer fandom like again if you know anything about dina rossi you know how passionate like like he said in the statement like he is he is truly one of those people where you're like yes absolutely i We'll listen to whatever you have to say because of who you are and because of your past actions and your past contributions to this. He's one of those people that you you listen to and you pay attention to. And this this is almost, to me, this is one of the most damning things to whatever is going on with the CSA right now is to have somebody of Dino Rossi's stature say, nope, I cannot stick this out even with the World Cup coming which blows my mind. Yep. It's, it's so, it's bad. Like, I mean, no shit, Mark, but like, it's just damning and it's, it's awful. And it also confirms a lot of the things we already knew, but worse um, about the Canadian soccer association and just how, I don't even know if we can call it backwards. This almost seems deliberate, like by design to be self-serving. Like there's, I just, I just can't fathom how we can get to a point where we have a guy this good at what he does 
walk. Walk. Just fucking ups and goes. And like, I don't know if there's a single bureaucrat. I don't know. I don't want to diminish Dino's role, but like, I don't know if there's a single suit who has done as much for Canadian soccer in the last 15 years than him. Yeah. And, and I mean, he literally has a resume that he can, he can open up a Wikipedia page and point to all the shit he's influenced. You know, Kevin Pipe didn't do any shit like that. (laughs) Nick Bontis didn't do shit like that. (laughs) Like, like just every, just keep name them all. I don't give a shit. None of them have got anything like that. They got degrees. They got, they've got business experience, but none of these motherfuckers launched a goddamn thing. He's built an entire league infrastructure. And if he gets his way, it's going to be fucking coast to coast. And there's going to be a hundred plus teams in it. And it'll be for both genders. Sorry, men and women. You know what I meant? I'm not trying to start a thing. Um, but my point no, is like, we know, we knew what you meant. Mark. No, no I, one would ever I, think you're trying to start a no, thing. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah. anyway I, I had to, I had to anyway, yeah, like sorry. fucking reserve league division twos. Like, duh, my God, my brain can't handle what he's accomplished, what he's spearheaded. And, and he can walk. They can just not to say like they could keep him, they could force him to stay, but like you disenfranchised this guy so hard, so fast. Holy shit. Holy shit. What are you fuckers doing up there? Remember when we thought that the CSB Media Pro fight was like the biggest thing, the biggest problem in Canadian soccer? These assholes are fighting over crumbs and they're ignoring the fact that there's a giant buffet coming. Work harder, guys. Seriously, work harder. Work better. Get people who have a fucking clue. Just anything. Or or don't alienate the people that have a fucking clue. I don't understand. That's novel. That's crazy. Duncan, do you still have... You have a sack the CSA shirt, don't you? Probably somewhere. I know I kept mine. I, I never got one. I have to see if I know. I know. I have to see if Jamie still has some like in the garage out in kits or something. Cause yeah, I, I feel like I feel I feel like those need to start being worn again. I don't know. I, I've been yeah. trying to be supportive. I don't know. Yeah, Duncan, it's all just it's all just very uh baffling really. And yeah. I would be, you know, fascinated to see uh yeah, you know, just everything that's kind of going on and exactly what is kind of causing this. I, you know, just just general sort of uh, incompetence and you know, from what he's saying, just priorities not in the right place and all that sort of thing. I, it's one of those things that's never really ever going to come out and really get the light of day and everything. But it's just like, yeah, I'm fascinated as just to to what exactly is going on, really, and you know. Uh, Alison Walker, your personal reasons or yeah, something going on that caused her to uh, sort of quit. Now, like Dino Rossi as well. It's just like, hey, hmm, what is going on? I, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to 
Rick Westhead or whoever might uh, be do some journalism and report some things. And yeah, let, let's get this out there. Yeah, I, I, I hope at some point he feels comfortable enough in talking about it and sort of like letting us know what's going on. Um, if we can drag him on here, we will. Uh, we've He's... long wanted to have him on the show, so uh, we love him very much. And, oh, yeah. uh, safe space, I'll... safe space. Yeah, I'll, I will I will clear all the schedules. Um, but yeah, it's just, wow. So much, <laughs> so much is going not well. Um, and we're two and a half years out, less than two and a half years out <laughs> mm-hmm. from the first World Cup game in Canada. Awesome. No stress at all. Okay. Well, let's move, let's move on to something more positive. Um, and we'll talk about it more uh, next week, but we, we, we are going to talk about the uh, squad, the, can, uh, the WNT XNT squad for uh, the upcoming Women's Gold Cup, which starts next week, which is awesome and exciting. Very much looking forward to it. Um, and since it's currently everybody seems to be playing nice, because matches have been on one soccer and Fubo and stuff that will continue for these matches and so on. So yes, um, this is the first major tournament without Christine Sinclair, um, without Sophie Schmidt. Um, but, uh, one of the, um, Oh no, she was just was she just in the extended squad? I was going to say Desiree. Uh, she didn't make the final cut, but she was in the she was in the expanded squad. She's still coming back from an injury, but at least that was good that she was there for part of the uh, the pre the pre camp the to shoot some training and stuff like that. Um, but it's mostly for the most part, it's what you would expect with some of the up and coming uh, younger players involved as they should be, um, including now. Um, uh, who's been uh, Marie Yasmin uh, Aladou is replacing Jade Riviere, who is unfortunately once again injured, which mm. sucks because she just came back from injury. But Aladou has been playing incredibly well of late. Like this is, um, this is in some ways. Well, this is great. It's great for the squad. It's sad that Jade's not going to be there. Um, but the fact that she wasn't, that Aladu wasn't included initially, you know, is the, sort of like the one thing that many people were like, pardon me, have you not seen how many goals she scored for Benfica this year? She's like scoring at will. Why, Bev, why? And it was it was one of the few things where I was, I did the same thing. I was like, um, hmm? So, how good is the Portuguese league? It's it's pretty solid. Like it's not. I generally don't know. I'm presuming not great, but I I think I think it's it. uh, No, without knowing fully, but just from what I've seen of crowds and whatnot, um, it's it's much. It's the same hierarchy as the men's league, where you've got. 
three and a half yeah, like two, two, two good it. teams or and three. Then, yeah, exactly. And then and then a bunch of other teams that are just kind of happy to be there. Um, where it, it kind of like I don't know what the, like I don't know what the academy structure is, but it does feel like everything kind of trickles upwards to you know the big three, and then then they then they move on when they can. So anyway, I just want to like, but Aladu has scored. 21 goals yeah that's a lot that's not that's not five you know that's mm-hmm. not well they're having a they're having a dead a good month that's not like that's yeah. anyway so sure. anyway um and and whatever we can go we can get into priestman's reasoning behind it but it's 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 a moot point now because she's part of the squad now um but uh, you've got, you know, you have a couple, you know, you still have some vets. Uh, this says this whole squad hasn't completely suddenly become all the kids. Um, you still have Kadisha Buchanan. You still have Shalina Zadorsky. Uh, you have Ashley Lawrence. Thank goodness Ashley Lawrence is still healthy. Um, you have Jesse Fleming, of course. Um, Quinn, uh, Jordan Heidema, um, Adrienne Leon, Nichelle Prince, Deanne Rose. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I put like... Uh, Viennes and Chloe Lacasse and Julia Gross. So I still consider them to be some of like the kids, even though they've been with the squad for a while now. Um, but Sydney Collins, uh, Simia Ujo, uh, Olivia Smith, who is speaking of playing well in the Portuguese league, she's been playing really well. Um, Larissa, uh, some of these are still haven't been obvious choices but I think will be more obvious choices going forward. And then um, Kaylin Sheridan, obviously number one keeper, uh, Sabrina D'Angelo and uh, Lucien Prou. Uh, those are like the three expected keepers. Um, yeah, I, this is, this is basically the squad I expected uh, even more so now, honestly, with, with Aladu considering her form. Um, but Again, I am sad for Jade Riviere, who is delightful and super fun to watch and has just had a really bad year or so with injuries. Um, she just can't seem to stay healthy, unfortunately. Um, and that is that's that's you know, that's that's tough for her. Um the other thing about this squad, and this is something that um is annoying about the Olympics period um, is, and I, I guess I didn't really know as much about this until I read an article about this the other day in terms of, um, you know, like 23 for gold cup, 20, 23 to 26 is usually for most major tournaments, right? Um, for the Olympics, it's 18. That's, that's it. That's your, <laughs> that's, that's your cap. That and, stops the entire squad to get through, yeah. Presumably, like three group games and like two or three knockout games. Yeah. All right. What could yep. go wrong? Exactly. Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Um, and this isn't. So this has to do. And I again, I didn't know this. This 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 overall has to do with, I guess every, every whatever every Olympics, um, they agree upon how many athletes total all sports combined can participate. And then you've got to work math backwards through, 
you know, the demonstration sports and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they, 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 there were some allowances made um, for the last Olympics because of the pandemic, but they've, 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 they've taken that away. And one of the things for these Olympics, the Paris Olympics that apparently won't be at the neck, I don't know, it's very complicated, um, is the breakdancing, um, which is going to be a sport at the Paris Olympics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, I can't remember how many additional athletes, but it, you know, it factors in. So like there's this cap. And so they yeah, I guess have... We've... I guess we got to how the pointy ball never makes the Olympics, and you know, you have sixty um, people per country 20, on the pointy ball team. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty eight in LA. Apparently, mm. they're stumping for it. They're they're trying to get it included, and therefore there will be. They will move the limit up. Yeah, it's anyway. I don't even know anymore. But anyway, eighteen players is what's happening. I suspect the limit has to do with um, how big they can make the athletes village. (laughs) So that's probably part of it. Like, like, you know, you can budget for, because you got to start building at least in theory, as soon as you can. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not giving, I don't mean to give them an out. It's just, I realize that you can't just, you can't just like, Hey, we can bring 28 guys. Like, um, yeah, we don't have enough beds for this shit. So Five of you stay home. Two of you stay home. One of you stay home. <laughs> like it's, I like I understand. I I, I understand the the uh, the uh, of it all because it is kind of yeah, insane. It is. Um. So, but you know, between this tournament, um, the She Believes Cup, and whatever other pre Olympics stuff they do, but really, these next two is gonna give. You know, this is this is this is Olympic evaluation time for Priestman. Who's coming? Um, you know, they are the defending gold medal champs. Um, it is a much different squad than was uh, was there three years ago. Um, so yeah, but um, I think this is a pretty decent. I really do. I, I and I, I really believe in a lot of these players. Um, most of them are in are in form. Um, a good chunk of them, anyway. And uh, most of the NWSL players have been in camp for a while. Um, but you've got a really good mix of players playing overseas, and again, a good portion of these uh, of these players that are playing overseas have had really exceptional season so far. So here's hoping that that continues on um, for them uh, when they kick off Gold Cup later on next week. So, yay. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that there's a Gold Cup for women as well now. And, you know, let's keep going with this and, you know, maybe take dumbass things like the She Believes Cup and, okay, you know, just served your purpose. But yeah, we can be moving on past those, right? And getting yes. into some proper competitions uh, going That's forward. That'd be nice. Very good point, Duncan. Yeah, it is about time. But yeah, no, especially 
anyway, especially since they changed the format of the She Believes Cup. It's so fucking stupid. Anyway. Just annoys me. Yep. Make sure that the, the women's gold cup trophy is as giant as the men's gold cup trophy. Right. Please. Oh, I want it to be so obnoxious. Like, so obnoxious. Yeah. Just, like, ridiculous in its grotesquery. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, again, we'll talk more about the Gold Cup next week uh, leading up to the matches. But let's uh, turn our attention briefly back to Toronto FC, um, who have apparently, although I don't believe there has yet to be a, a post, officially a post from TFC, um, but his school announced it. So uh, Charlie Sharp, uh, striker that TFC took in the Super Draft, um, one of the top scorers in the NCAA, um, huge, huge, like led the led Division One, um, one of the best players. Uh, anyway, he's he's a talent, um, and they have signed him to a deal. Um, however, this is my, my favorite part of this, of this story coming from Western Michigan university. Um, there's, we don't know if it's to a first team deal or <laughs> to a baby reds deal. Um, and of course there's no, no one knows financials cause we never know financials until the players union puts them out. Um, but allegedly he has been signed <laughs> and I, one, I'm delighted at the thought of having somebody that can allegedly score goals on the on the team because that would be nice. Mm. Um, but really, it's just the prospect of having someone with such a pun worthy name. Like this is going to if please let him play for the first team. Just just give us this. Just give us this. We have we we podcast faithfully, not always kindly, but faithfully about you, TFC, for the last decade. Let us have this. True. Yes, we, we we've never talked shit about you, TFC. We we've been uh, we're firm but fair, loyal, I, uh, loving, almost devoted, L- loving, uh, loving, loving criticism. It's 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 we're we're being helpful. Yeah, most of the time. Let's go with that. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A third, a third round draft pick. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, fun. Fun's a good. Yeah, I really just hope he doesn't turn out to be a prick. Um, <clears throat> no. The one thing I will say, so so for the re- for the record, um, uh, I'm I'm looking at the article on uh, that's on waking the red, and the the thing that I'm I'm going to be disappointed about. Charlie Sharp, if he doesn't play with his mouth agape like he's yelling all the fucking time, because both photos look like <laughs> that's exactly what he does. And I just want to, I just want to hear a guy going ah! all the time. He has to come off due to oxygen because he's out of breath. From <laughs> and if he can form full sentences, well, I'll be disappointed. I want him to just be like almost the equivalent of animal except you know six feet whatever and just ah, <laughs> just i want i want that so bad i'm willing to let go of the obvious sharp puns that will come from this but if he's like the soccer equivalent of the berserker i'm fucking here for it 
the berserker jesus oh my okay. god wow yeah uh, welcome well yeah. that's in my head for the rest of the night thanks mark ah. <laughs> as he once famously said i think yes at least yes. once uh, oh god i haven't watched that in forever time for a rewatch um speaking of player signings um and- I, I presumed he was talking about the wrestler the berserker that oh. I, I was i was aimed at i was aiming at the wrestler to be fair but this is because oh, we I, thought, are I a- thought you were talking about the 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 clerks I oh, berserker. yeah because yeah, no, the the shouting and the it seemed yeah. fitting as well yeah that's that's I, you know what i see it i now see it but I was That's thinking why I meant it was going to be in my head. Yeah, I, I I forgot that we really are a wrestling podcast. We are. Aside. We are a soccer podcast. Thirty percent wrestling. Um, <laughs> yeah, podcast. So we have we have we have a we have an audience to maintain. You know, that's mm-hmm. true. That is that is very true. Um. Anyway, speaking of TFC players, uh, former TFC players, um. Scorer were we of the former TFC players. Well, we were speaking of TFC players, and I sort of segued into former TFC players. I'm not doing this very well. Um, anyway, scorer of the first ever Campiel goal. Um, it's Cyrus Rollins. I mean, Cyrus it's Ryan Telfer. A name Ryan I will Telfer. never forget. <laughs> no, never, never forget that. No, be- and no, we will never let this go. No, ever. because we can tell the difference between two players. Oh. So um go to go to the Zazzle store and buy the t-shirt people. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. I'm removing the um thing. never mind the Rolex. It was Ryan Telfer. Uh, I do love that shirt. It's it's it is it one is of my good. favorites. Um Ryan Telfer, former TFC uh York United Ottawa. Yeah, well played for the Atleti. Yeah. Um is now playing for Halifax. Uh, he was down in USL playing for um, the the baby Miamis. I don't remember what we called them. What did we call them? We had a nickname. Did no, we name them think, last year? No, the the USL side. No, I don't think we ever did. Yeah. Oh no, it was the it was the you next pro. Yeah, that's who. Okay, so Miami those? FC, um, which is who he uh, played for last year. Um, five goals in thirty matches. matches? Ah, nice. Um, so the Miami is back in uh, <laughs> probably is back in Camp Yell, um, playing for Halifax. Um, it's a good signing for them, I think, and probably a good signing for him too. He's had some success in Camp Yell. Um, not that he wasn't doing fine in in Miami, I guess, but I think this is probably a better spot for him. Um, and there's an opportunity, I think, for him to have a good season, uh, playing, playing for them, Halifax, you know, they weren't, they weren't terrible last year. Um, they actually had, they had some nice moments, um, but definitely lacked in scoring. So this could do that for them. Um, yeah. Brian Telfer, welcome back to, uh, to Canadian soccer. I'm happy for him. I hope he, mm-hmm. he uh, can not so much resume service, but like resume his account. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I want I want th- I want I want good things for him, as I do every player. But 
Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like all these XTFC players are. I want them to be on a forever victory lap, but it rarely ever yeah. gets to happen. So yeah. if he can bag a boatload, I would love that. Except for four yeah, games. Yeah, that's having for all the people that were like, oh my God, why did TFC let him go? Very few of them actually really go on to do good things. Uh, but yeah, yes, Schaffelberg and McNaughton are doing well recently. But yeah, uh, yeah. there's uh, too many of them. So, you know, sort of Jay Chapman, uh, you know, for Jordan Hamilton, so many of them are like, Oh, yeah, you're just going to keep going down. So I guess they were right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Tuffer is certainly not like, completely laid up, but yeah, hopefully this will work out and uh, should be a good level for it. Could do well there. Yeah, I think, anyways, I think it'll be. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Uh... Um. Rampersad also plays for uh, Trinidad and Tobago, which is who Ryan Telfer plays for um, internationally. And that's right. I totally forgot. So there's a little bit of um, familiarity there as well, which is nice. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, good for him. I, I, I yeah, I want, I, I never had anything against Telfer when he was here. Um, I want nothing but good things for that young man. So good luck. Ryan, welcome. Like I said, welcome back. All right. What else is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Mark, do you want to talk about the Tristan Henry drama? Do you want to tell the people what's going on or allegedly not going on? Okay. So um, in a nutshell, as I understand (laughs) it, because I sort of kind of understand it. So... (laughs) Tristan Henry did not show up for camp. It was widely believed that uh, he has been trying to work his... Get the fuck get, out. Get the fuck out. I was trying to find a nice way of putting it, but I forget which podcast I'm on. Thank not you. That one, not that I'm on many, but this one, there's a little more leeway. Exactly. He's trying to get the fuck out, and... Hamilton had an option for on him for this season, which they enabled. The talk is, is that he had a job lined up uh, in the USL and Forge, wa- Forge was looking for a transfer fee of like $100,000, which apparently USL doesn't do transfer fees because it's USL. So he's he's didn't move, nor is he playing for Forge. Now, since that has kind of come to the surface, um, after Coach Bobby during a, I'm not sure if it was a presser or just post-match, pre-game, I don't know, basically stated that he's, uh, uh, Tristan Henry is dealing with personal issues and we will support him and you know in any way that we can vague alluding alluding to clearly off the field issue right but since then this this uh speculation that he is moving has surfaced which prompted then Tristan Henry to make a comment stating that please don't listen to these people 
and respect my <laughs> privacy and all that, which, you know, if, if, if he's doing what most of us think he's actually trying to do and him putting that out fair play to him because he's still trying to play the game. And as long as he gets paid and he's happy and he deserves to get paid because I've seen him, he's good. Can't take a penalty for shit though, but that's like, no. why, why would you expect the goalie to take a penalty guys? Why? What are you doing? What's happening in your life where you expect him to take a penalty? Otherwise a fucking outstanding keeper. Um, probably too good for KPL to be perfectly fair. I say probably cause he is, uh, but I also don't look at other leagues that hard. So hmm, your mileage may vary. Uh, if he can, if again, I'm in, I'm in this boat of as long as players can get paid, and move up, especially from the KMPL, regardless of whatever league it is. I don't care if it's USL or not. Somewhere else, please, please go seek out that fame, seek out that fortune, get paid, be happy. So now it's now the saga is, uh, is he actually trying to get out or is there a personal issue? Why isn't he in camp? Like he's like no camp at all. And they've been preparing for the last two or three weeks. And yep. no, so, so like, like not to say not to say that there isn't a personal issue. I don't I don't know anything. I have no inside knowledge. Um. So yeah, this is this is this is kind of a kind of a bizarre situation. A lot of the other, a lot of the speculation is that Forge is obviously not not being forthright, and they are just they are trying to hold his contract because well they're in their legal rights because that's what was signed. Yep. However, uh, on the flip side of that, uh, they're literally going to have a player sit out a year because they didn't get paid. And, and a beloved player, quite frankly. I yeah, think like, he's pretty well thought of by Hamilton fan base. Um, but what what was interesting about all of this? Sorry, Mark, I'm going to just... One of the no, things please, that, please that sort of came up from all of this. So there was an article on the Northern Tribune, which is Canadian soccer... Uh, fan site they do a lot of good work they do a lot of uh good reporting um and uh outside of the fact that they were saying that you know bobby slash the team uh put a kibosh on this deal to memphis 901 um one of the reasons allegedly um that henry wants to go play in the states again is so he can renew his permanent residency status because that will apparently expire later on this year. So there's a certain, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, urgency to this. Um, but the one thing in terms of what Tristan Henry put on his social media um, fairly quickly after this article went up was, and this is this is this is the part. So he's like many statements in the recently published Northern Tribune article are misleading and inaccurate, and that we are actively trying to find solutions so to me that speaks to something more on a contract side of things as opposed to there are personal issues but that may be that just may be the wordage whoever told him you know helped him write it whatever i'm assuming he's got an agent a team whatever that helps him with this stuff maybe not maybe he does it all on its own um Anyway, it's just one of those things. It's like, ah, yeah, he said, he said, they said. Again, the season's coming fast, right? So, and you have your number one keeper not playing 
in your big tournament. And that's a problem. So something's going on, um, whether it's football related or personal related. I, I don't know when we'll know. I assume at some point, you know, the truth will out. But uh, yeah, drama everywhere, people. All the drums. Mm-hmm. I admit, I've missed it. On the old drama thing, they've always seemed like, oh, well, the club is very, really well-run club, and there's nothing really going on, and you know, we're just signing everyone and winning everything. Blah, blah, Everybody blah, blah. loves Bobby and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Let's let's get into a you know a bit of a let's get some Hamilton shit show going on. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I know we've had it too good for too long. Um, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame anybody for. Uh, Wanting less for us? I, I, yeah, I, I get it. Um, before we move on to what's coming up, which is uh the the Concacaf uh, away le- the 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 Mama said Conky out uh, away legs um for Hamilton and uh, Vancouver, um we have a kit release Ooh. for. For the team playing next week, Calgary, uh, they revealed their primary and alternate kits for the season. And as I have said to more than one person, including these two fine gentlemen, uh, I am annoyed by the fact that I don't automatically hate them. And I'm used to not liking the Calgary kits because usually they're stupid. Um, but then, but then because these, these two boys are, are these two men, sorry, are wonderful. Um, they at least gave me a thing to hang on to for the, for the red kit, which is hilarious. Um, but the Northern Lights kit, I kind of like it. Yeah. I hate, I hate that. I like it, but it's, it's well done. Yeah. It's, uh, how can we put this up? Uh, so I know that we, or a lot of people gave Calgary a, a, a fair amount of shit for their co-opting of mountains, which they are nowhere near. Uh, <laughs> I understand that Calgary may or may not uh, get a lot of Northern light viewings uh, because it's a major city of a million people. You know, light pollution is a thing. However, I'm less offended by the fact that they're co-opting Northern lights, which could happen than the mountains, which cannot. So uh, that being said, it's the green one's really freaking nice. It um, really is. I, 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 I'm a little jealous and a lot hateful that they have such a kit. So, um, if you haven't seen it, I'll put it in the show notes, uh, uh, as a link to the Twitter post and you can see it, but yeah, that away kit is better than it should be. The home yep. kit. It really is. It's, What's the home kit called again? Innovation City Kit or something? I don't care. It's stupid. Um, and <laughs> and here's why it's stupid. Because uh, if if uh, if memory serves, and I'm trying to uh, quickly locate the the post because the amount of y'all know how much I absolutely love. Um, jargon and bullshit when it I, was comes like, I could to... read the explainer for you i oh, have it in front yeah. of me yeah i just I got all it. right innovation city kit which is the red home kit kick off your style game oh dear gods with our kit inspired by the dynamic tech industry in alberta 
Calgary has emerged as a major tech hub covering software development, artificial intelligence, biotech, and clean technology. Our oh. red kit embodies the dynamic spirit of innovation and seamlessly fuses the beautiful game with subtle references to the traditional cal cavalry sash. Okay, so here's the here's the problem I have. Um, Is that supposed to be a sash? Thing? Right. Okay. Right. Subtle right. subtle reference to a sash. Yes, yeah. apparently. So, so a subtle reference to a sash then isn't a sash, is it? Um, a sash literally goes from shoulder to hip. Doesn't really matter what direction, like which left to hip, left hip to right shoulder, right hip to left shoulder, whatever. doesn't matter as long as it connects and it doesn't. It really doesn't come close. It barely tries. It goes about halfway. And because we're children on this show, ultimately, <laughs> um, it's, I was going to go with Space Invaders, and then you two came up with something quite oh, different. You know what, Duncan? Um, I feel free to have, have it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mark. Um, so yeah, I think you initially pointed out the uh, the, the first part of this, and yeah, it, it just it looks like a cock, mm. and you, you zoom in there, it's a cock that's jizzing, weird, mm. weirdly shaped things. Yeah, it's very, um, very yeah, it, it looks like some. Yeah, this looks like some thirteen-year-old has decided to design <laughs> what what should what would be funny to put on a kit, <laughs> a penis. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, it's baffling. I, yeah, no. Vancouver just, FC would like to have a word. Well, mm. actually, Vancouver yeah. FC would probably be thrilled to not be the 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 one that has the penis obvious on their badge and on their kit. Um, this is a much larger. Oh, it's envy. <laughs> I will say I am delighted that neither kit has anything resembling any sort of reference to the military on it for once. Unless this is like space wars or something. I don't know. I mean, if if they had a if they'd had a history of uh of the video game Tempest, um, this would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, and that's a deep cut because like Tempest wasn't a very popular game. It's not. No, nope. it's it's like it's like Space Invaders on like a rotation. And and if you if those of you, the, the, the six of you, and I know it's exactly six who know what Tempest is, you're going, holy shit, you're right, because you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody else yep. is like, sure, whatever, Mark, big fucking nerd. And then you're also right, too. Um, this. Yeah, th this is nonsense. Um, and the fact that they had to put uh, a subtle reference to the traditional sash clearly indicates that nobody, and even they knew, it wasn't ever going to be confused with a sash. It's not a fucking sash, guys. It's not. You have a red shirt. You have a red shirt with nothing else except it's a red shirt. Not a sash team. You're not a sashist. You're not a sashinista. You're just a red shirt. I do love the cuffs, though. Yeah, 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 the uh, the 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 green around the cuffs on the neck uh, works nice. well. Fucking love yeah. it. Aside from the thing on the front of the chest, that's just fucking. Weird. And I really, you know, and I like the background pattern. I, I like the yeah. the, no, the, the sort of techie graphic. Well. I was about to say mm -hmm. that shit as well. So, oh, uh, see, yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, mm. <laughs> we can't. Like <laughs> the thing is too, right? And 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 I've. You know, pattern for pattern's sake, I understand. You know, how how do you make a plain red shirt less plain? You put a pattern on it. And 
And I accept that. I ha- I accept that just from, from a design point of view, from a designer point of view, it's it just adds something. And they're littered across hundreds of kits every year. Just a pattern that's just a pattern. Doesn't mean anything unless a marketing asshole gets a hold of it. Then they're obviously trying to make meaning out of it, which shut up, sit down. It's just nice. Let's just leave it at nice. It's okay for it to just be nice. But, you know, do your, you know, get paid for your bullshit. Go for it. Um, and I don't mind it. Like Hamilton's, Hamilton's kits last year's were like pattern for pattern's sake. The gray one looked like, or the black one, it's, it looked like, I don't know. I know, again, it was a pattern for pattern's sake because it doesn't make any sense, but it looked kind of nice. It looked kind of interesting, but it meant nothing. And you can say when any jargony bullshit you want to make it, to make your you know paycheck worthwhile. And the home kit also too had a like there there was like the chains of the the civic flag that that kind of grew out from the from the badge but there was also these triangle patterns which at first i thought it was camo and then it's just a triangle pattern and it doesn't make it anything it doesn't mean anything it doesn't represent anything it looked nice it's a pattern for pattern's sake so like basically i'm i can for not forgive i'm totally okay with the background noise it's just that fucking thing that sits on top of the background noise this sure would have been really nice without it okay and now i can see that and now it's a geometric talk (laughs) but the northern um, lights one is really nice the northern lights one has no geometric genitals whatsoever none whatsoever none it has the constellation pegasus on it Bullshit. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't. One, I don't know constellations that well, and two, sure. But I just thought it was fun to call it to call it bullshit because I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. again the, the description of the the of that it, it's great. Oh, that one. Yeah. Do you want to read that one, Duncan? Go for it. Uh, I could do. I'm just going to bring that back up here. Uh, yes. From its base in the CPLs and CONCACAF's northernmost city, Calgary's meteoric rise from fledgling club to 2023 regular season winners is reflected in the shimmering green of the northern lights on the club's secondary strip. At times, the phenomena can be seen dancing over Calgary's skies with the same might and majesty the Calvary cavalry <laughs> players strive to emulate on the pitch. Astronomy buffs will recognize the design on the back as the Pegasus constellation, a tribute to Cavalry's home on the shared grounds of world-class show-jumping venues, Spruce Meadows, and an ode to Alberta's long-standing affinity with horses. Affinity? Sure. Is that what we're calling it? Well, but I appreciate that they are leaning into uh the pony boys uh yeah, yeah. of it all. Yeah. This is you're perfect. Y'all welcome. We really yeah. like you're welcome and thank you for acknowledging it finally. So the, this is the perfect. Brony kit. Yeah. The brony kit. It's the brony kit. <laughs> get more fucking horsey. Yeah. I'm way yeah. too delighted by that, actually. Mm. There is something very wrong. I feel like <laughs> if, if we're gonna do a Northern Lights thing, I feel like they should have done this like a couple of years ago, whenever it was when they had uh you know the whole league did kind of things like Halifax had a lighthouse 
Helm had a waterfall, what have you. York had a map. Map. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're all doing those like weird design things. Calgary probably went to some kind of mountain shit, didn't they? You know, do yep. that yeah. then. You know, yeah. That's yeah. what this reminds me of is just that sort of concept, really. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I will, I will always look at that that whole release of this sounded really good on paper and it should never have left that paper. Um, mm. But uh, you're, but you're right. Like the, the, nor- the Northern lights, like, especially because all those kits were black, that would have been mm. a fucking impressive, impressive away kit. It would have cleanly been the best one of them all. Even with this pattern, just with black instead of green would have been the best of the lot. Not even close, but instead they got mountains. Yeah, I did enjoy map. though just uh, from that description that I just read out there the uh, the bit of oh, it's based in the CPLs and Concacaf's northernmost city. I can't help but think there's a bit of a fucking dig at Edmonton in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't exist anymore. Fuck you guys. We're the northernmost, <laughs> and you're not coming back until until, <laughs> until Edmonton moves south. Yes, <laughs> the whole city just. Okay, you can come back in the league. We're going too hard on this northernmost city. Bullshit, so. <laughs> Until Fort McMurray has an opinion. <laughs> then it's on. Imagine, right. when White, imagine when White Horse comes into the league and they're going to fuck up the northern thing and the horse thing. Oh, my Calgary God. Can't have nothing. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out when PEI stops crying about their road trip they got to take because they're in the league too now. White horses in the league Mm. so far. (laughs) What's coming up? And I think I think Toronto have another friendly that they're playing. It's probably a secret though, so we're not going to talk about that. Uh, We're just going to talk about the two away legs for the Canadian teams in the uh, Conca Champ. Mama said Conca you out. Uh, Hamilton at Chivas playing this evening, day of recording. And Vancouver at Tigres playing tomorrow, day after recording. Happy Valentine's Day, Vancouver fans. Um, So, Mark. Yes. What is your hope level here for Hamilton? Like, do you think they're like legitimately i'm not being saucy do you feel like this is something they can come back from because this is a huge Um, hole to dig themselves out of tonight so you're asking me can hamilton score three goals in guadalajara and keep a a clean sheet yeah that is exactly what i'm asking you Yeah. yeah um Yes. Can they do it in one game? No. Um, I think it'll take about four seasons to pull off to get to that number. But if we start now by 2029, this is a thing we can achieve. And I believe in you, Forge. No, I think that I, I think that playing playing at Estadio Akron is going to be a nice. very different fucking experience than than a lot of those players have ever experienced. Sorry, a study Akron? This is yeah. in Ohio. This is in Ohio. And they've got oh, a beautiful stadium okay. in Akron, and they uh, uh, they named it a stadio because it's in the oh. Spanish part of Akron. Oh, um, right, <laughs> the, the Latin district, as it's known. Yes, um, yes. But no, they they. I feel like, is it possible they could win this game? Yes, 
but to get out of the hole, fuck no. Um, that is a deep, deep hole. And I would love to be wrong. Full disclosure. I would love nothing more than to be wrong. Um, but like that, that is a, a mountain in an, in and of itself for them to try to conquer. Um, I think the, I think the thing is to, again, not get blown out, carry yourselves with, with some, earn yourself some respect that you deserve. You absolutely deserve. And if you could score a goal early, just to put them on edge for, you know, 20, 25 minutes before the floodgates open. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not, uh, the only thing I can, the only thing I'm sure of is that they won't be embarrassed. Okay. That's reasonable. And I think that's really all they can ask for, right? Yeah. I yeah, don't, that's I, pretty much the goal, I think, isn't it? Just go out there, enjoy the experience, don't get embarrassed, move on. Yeah. Yep. Get your, Prepare get your, for the season. Get yourself some get yourself some authentic Me- Mexican cuisine. Ooh. Pick up a jersey and a scarf just to say you were there. And come home. Oh, grab some tequila because it's really cheap. And that's not because it's Mexico, no shit. But like, even at the airport, it's stupidly cheap. Back to you, Kristen. Thank you, Marcus. Um, Yeah, we're not, because again, we're not going to do players to watch. And we know that they are, they're, anyways, they're not going to win. They're not going to come back from this. If they do, it will be the football miracle of all football miracles. And... Um, we will celebrate and, and whatever, but it's, it's, it's just, it's just not going to happen. So, um, gentlemen, other than hoping that like someone shaves Cade Cowell's head or something, um, Mm. what are your predictions score wise for this match? And also that Cade Cowell doesn't score any more goals in this. Mm. Uh, I'll go with the three, one, two, Juvas, uh, uh, you know, get a nice moment to score a goal. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say, hmm, I'm gonna say two one. Same. No, no goals for Mister Noodles, but Chicharito comes on and gets one. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, they left him at home, guys. Not that oh, I'm super for... scared about Chicharito, but they left I him for... at home. Which means god. he's at home now. I so. forgot he was back with them. Oh yeah. Oh, he's totally scoring tonight. You're right, 100 percent Okay, good times. Good times. Oh, he's annoying too, but not as annoying as K Cal. Um all right. And uh turning attention to the match that still has hope probably not but allegedly um vancouver whitecaps away to tigres uh tomorrow night day after recording um do they have a chance based on their play last week or were tigres just toying with them Yeah, yeah, Tigris is going to kick the shit out of them. Yeah, Vancouver's got no defense. 
if if they want to, Tigres will kick the shit out of them. Fair, when that's a good way to, of putting it. Yeah, yeah. When when they have to, they will. Yeah. yeah, I think it's not a matter of if, but when. Um, I uh, it, like it, it's it's possible because you know it was only it was only one all, so you've got you've yeah. got a you got a puncher's chance, right? And. Uh, you know, a two-all draw could will do the business, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, they're not out. But this ain't gonna be easy. Like the easy game was in Victoria, and yeah, now you've made it harder. So yeah, and um, until 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 Gignac announces his retirement in the next day, <laughs> um, he's still gonna play. <laughs> and that goal he scored on you, he can do that again. Again, yeah. Every time he touched the ball against TFC, like 15 Oh, I know. You just cringe. You're just I like, just, yeah, no. Like, I, I held my breath. And there was Every a, time. He had, he had like an attempt from like 30 yards out. And <laughs> I still went. going in. I know. <laughs> so like, I'm st- I am legit 100% per- perpetually frightened by his boot. Um, Please don't hurt us, Mr. Gignac. Please don't hurt us. And, I mean, this in this case, you know, hurt Vancouver. It's fine. Like, oh sure, absolutely, yeah, go for it. There's no, there's no solidarity here. Just no. have at it. Um, but, but um, sorry, yeah. before um, should should this match somehow be in a one-one draw uh, after ninety minutes? Then they're gonna do extra time, two fifteen-minute periods, and then they will go to a penalty. So that would be kind of fun too. It's not going to happen. But you're allowed to wish for it because fun. Because fun. Because penalties. Mm. For any team but ours. That I'd like to make that clear. Any team but teams that we cheer for. No, but but this, this is this is this would be great. No, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lose uh in, in regular time. Um in the yeah. So uh scores. Three one T Grace. Reasonable. One one until twenty minutes left. They'll bring on some kind of sub who uh, changes things around, and uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be three one. I'm, I'm going to say two nil. T Grace. Hmm. 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 I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Duncan on this one. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling the three one. They'll have a. They'll have a. Oh, we have a chance goal for Vancouver, and then Tigres will be like, "Yeah, fuck you." Here you go. Now go home. Delightful. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. Yeah. On on those really positive notes, only because we're not fans of the team, so we actively rooting. <laughs> you know what? I want a Geniac hat trick now. All free kicks. Um, <laughs> just because. <laughs> Um, please join us next week when we talk about oh my gods so much stuff I don't even want to tell you how much stuff it's it's a lot there's MLS is kicking off there's going to be more kids to talk about we got to recap these uh, the women's uh, gold cup is starting I think there's something else that I'm forgetting but anyway there's lots there's a lot but it'll be fun because it's us and, 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 you know, we'll have things to, to make fun of and laugh about. And then a couple of things to be genuinely excited about. So it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. All right. 
I have been joined by these two fine gentlemen to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher. Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Uh, happy Ryan Valentine's Day to all Darlington fans who celebrate. Oh, lovely. Yes. Uh, yes. On the tweet machine at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. And I would just like to give a gentle middle finger to Barcelona for getting a draw uh, over the weekend. Uh, it turned my near sure win of seven whole dollars to shit. <gasps> I forget who they were, whoever they were playing. Uh, they were for the, the other team. They're like second from the bottom. They're like well dead adrift. Uh, for them to win was like twenty one to like twenty one dollars on a one dollar bet, and I took Barcelona. Fucking three all. Barcelona had to come back. Well, that's <laughs> rude. Shit. I had I, I I picked United to beat Villa, which was an insane bet. Let's be honest, they're so inconsistent, and they won. So uh, the easy one, the hard ones, uh, uh, I got. And the easy one shot the bed. So fuck you, Barcelona. And I mean the fake one, not the one in Ecuador. Uh, as for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Chris Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.